Hey, Yara, do you know where a dog sheds the most? I d- don't. On the furniture. Oh, my. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Okay, so welcome to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we're excited that we get to come together and share techniques, thoughts, tips, tools, and even some tactics that we all need. We all deserve you, I, and everyone so we can turn our house into home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. This episode, we're going to consider how do we actually make our home feel like a home rather than just a house. Yeah, what's interesting about that is I've shown thousands and thousands of homes. No, no, tens of thousands. Okay. I actually did the math one day. This is probably five years ago. And it was in excess of 100,000 homes that we each have shown over our tenure in the real estate industry. Wow, that's a lot. That's not like online. That's not just perusing them. That's not just looking at the stats. That's actually in. It's no wonder we've worn out several cars. But and what's lots interesting of pairs of shoes, is, huh? Yeah. Have you ever felt this when you walk oh. into a home, mm. you can feel the left energy from the previous people, whether it's vacant or not. You tend to sense as soon as you walk in the door what the family dynamics, the relationship is like. Is the house full of love? Was there some anger there? Was there divorce? Well, I think for me, it's, I don't know, sometimes maybe I feel a sense. If it's uncared for, I think it's unhappy, but that's not necessarily true. Some of the Most unkept houses I've seen have tons of joy going on inside them. Mm -hmm. It's more the evidence for me of things that wouldn't likely happen in a happy house. And that is like when we bought ours, holes in walls, holes in doors where you can tell that it was a fist, not just the door handle. You know, sometimes the door handle swings hard. There's a gust of wind. And if you don't have a door stop, you get a hole mm-hmm. where the door handle was. That's kind of the normal potentially wear and tear in a home where you just maybe haven't put a long enough door stop on. Mm-hmm. Right. That could happen any day. You fall, you kind of collide into the door. And now you, you get a hole in the wall. It's not those. It's when there's holes in the backs of doors or walls or things now. I have evidence that there was sadness going on in that place, right? Yeah, but that's true evidence. Yes. Sometimes it comes without seeing the evidence, and then the proof comes later. Like, I might walk into a house and go, oh, this feels empty, even though it's full of furniture. and, And then I open the fridge door, and there's no perishable food in it. Then I know the house is empty. Right. Or the person never eats at home. (laughs) Right. Well, either or. And so we got to be careful not to draw conclusions based on a thing Mm. that we see. And yet I can tell you the size of the house, the opulence of the house, the location of the house, the fit and finish in the house, even the furniture in the house has zero 
to do with whether it's a happy home or not. Yeah, absolutely. And when we say happy home or not, we're saying the inhabitants of the home are having a good time living in the space. Mm -hmm. And it's fascinating. Sometimes, like I've seen homes where, you know, they go, oh, well, why is this person selling? And I, and I go in the, and I have the sense, right, of what's going on. And I go into the primary bedroom and I look in the closet and there's only one set of clothes. So it's, it's maybe a separation, maybe a death, maybe... Who knows? Maybe it was always a single person that lived there. But generally, you get that feeling. And interesting, little things can change a home, like adding a plant, adding mm. some life to a, a vacant home, some right. flowers. So I think part of what we're saying is, and, and this is a relational show, so we're talking about how relationship shows up in evidence in a house. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if you're saying, yeah, but I just don't like plants. I just, you know, I prefer not to have, I have a black thumb and I'm going to hurt and kill any plant. Get it. And if your home is on the market, you might want to put something in so people don't draw unnecessary, untruthful conclusions. Mm. Like there's even that whole mindset to go, okay, what do I want people to experience? What do I want to experience? I mean, I finally said, I prefer plants over flowers, mostly flowering plants over cut flowers, if we say that, except that they come from my garden. If they come from my garden, that's bonus, bonus, bonus. Mm -hmm. But I prefer a potted plant that has flowers on it. So there are a couple of types that last a really decent length of time. And I've given myself the luxury to say, when I forget to water it, or I'm overwatered and it dies, I buy a new one. It's still a fraction of the cost of having constantly cut flowers in the house. So maybe it's just a matter of cutting yourself some slack to go, yeah, I have a black thumb, I kind of do. Mm. And be okay with that and have fun with it anyway. Yeah, Like how can you bring the best out of it for you? Yeah. And I think when we're talking relationships and a home, it doesn't matter whether that home is tiny mm. or the home is really large. The The point is, if you have family dynamics that work, they should work in any home you move to, any property. But I have seen where, you know, I was looking for a client. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. Dan and his wife, and they were they were looking – for larger properties. They were moving to Ottawa area from out of town. And I showed them some beautiful homes. And then in the end, they picked a small home. They came from a small home. And they picked a small home, even though, how many children did? Lots. Yeah, lots. It was a lot. Anyway, they felt comfortable in a particular style of home where their family would be close-knit. Right. And so you get to decide for yourself, like what works for you. It doesn't have to be what we think is brilliant because I was shocked at first. I showed them, we both showed them a fair number of homes and I showed them some where I thought, this is it. Like I can see spaces for all the kids and they can have their own entertainment area as well as the parents could have their entertainment area. And there's a bedroom for everybody, no more sharing. And at the end of the day, that isn't what they wanted. So just knowing of yourself what works for you. Forget all the output out there, like all the 
things people put out that they think should be for you. You think about your family dynamic. How does it work? Are you game playing family? And that's part of how you create closeness. Just being in proximity can create conversation. I know it certainly has for us. Just being in proximity creates conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. creates closeness. And so when we're talking about the telltale signs in a house, think about what do you want it to emit and then create the environment to emit that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we like we live in a very big house for two of us. Mm-hmm. And yet we spend a lot of time together. We do. Yeah. So it's not that the size it's the relationship that will denote how you live in this space. Mm. Yeah. So the smallest house can take, you know, can take the best, can be the best home when joy lives within its walls. Mm, I love that. And if you're thinking, I need to know more, book a 15-minute strategy call, a little clarity session, and we'll help you decide whether it's the space that's not working or maybe we'll give recommendations to a professional that can support you in your family dynamics. Mm. So we're grateful to be your partners in moving forward on the journey of wealth, wisdom, and worth. All we need is love. (laughs) That's at least what we thought, right? That is what we thought. So we've created for you free access to over 587 episodes where we share insider tips on real estate, making house home, how to build wealth, how to have life exponential. And the great news is you can get access to the episodes from home, from the office, or even on the go. And so what we're going to discover is that fun, fun in a house, it's fun that makes the house. And it's your choice whether you let the house make fun or not, or you make fun in the house. I think that's how it goes. Wow. Is that right? Wow. If you're not confused, I am. (laughs) Okay, but that's part of having fun, right? Like finding, playing with words, playing with each other, having a lightheartedness is part of the fun in a house. Absolutely. And that is what we said we were going to chat about. I remember we said we only needed love. I know. Until I got hungry. Until you got hungry. Then I realized I needed food. And then I got cold. Then I realized I needed a house. Yes. And so, but a home is built on love. I will give you that. Thank you. I will give you that. Now, how do you develop that? How do you develop that love? And I think part of it is being lighthearted, having fun. Mm -hmm. And so. Not taking yourself so seriously. Yeah. And if we take and let fun develop on its own there won't be a lot of fun no because the problems show up by themselves right we've Mm -hmm. often said this in many episodes the problems the challenges the obstacles they just seem to automatically show up so we don't need to create those and the chores the drudgery of your daily chores in the house how can we make those fun well how do we have to call them drudgery well we don't because they're not They could be, right? It's so much of this stuff is how do we think? How do we think about the things that must get done? Mm. And we shifted and we've shared this before. There's lots of episodes on this, but really making a house home has a lot to do with creating a heavenly environment versus the drudgery of getting the chores done. Yeah. Right. We came to believe that there's a way to do this that is not as arduous. 
Yeah, like doing laundry. Like right. we used to try to divide up the chores, right? Like right. you were we doing did. the laundry, I'd do the cooking or vice versa or whatever. I'd do the vacuuming, you did the dusting. Right. We didn't do things together very much. And now mm. as we've developed over the last 40 years in our marriage, I find we do more and more things together. Right. And not that we're folding the same pair of socks. Let's not kid ourselves here. Because no. I don't like folding socks. I don't want to get caught in my fingernail and I like pretty fingernails so they catch and it just doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. So I like to leave the socks and let you do the socks. Which is fun. I love to fold sheets and towels and um, napkins. What do you call cloth napkins? Because I don't like paper napkins. I got a lot of little idiosyncrasies, we'll call them that, or little quirks, things that I like and that I don't like. But I find it really easy to fold stuff that looks nice, and you find that demanding and difficult, and it takes yeah, a well, see, team uh, of people. See, I like socks because there's always mismatched ones, and sometimes I have a pile of mismatched, and then when I have some more mismatched out of a load, then I can go and see if I can make a pair. If I make a pair, that's fine. <laughs> he actually comes for a little celebration, like a pat on the back, <laughs> and let's have a little bit of – but they're silly little mundane things – and yet what we have discovered is that if you can bring a levity, mm-hmm. a lightness to the stuff that's got to get done anyway. Like washing dishes. Sometimes I'll spray you. Yeah, I know. Or give you a Don't little do that. swat with the tea towel. I know. That's not a good idea. Let's not pick up that I think that's a great idea. Yeah, that doesn't and usually you know, well. we used to really struggle cooking together. We did not play nice in the kitchen. No. And I think it's because we have different ideas on how to cook. We're both pretty decent cooks. Yeah, we are. I would even give you that. Yeah. And you give me that too? Yeah. Okay. And But we have different ideas of how quickly something cooks, the timing, the how hot it should be set. How much water you should use, how much spice you should use, how much mm -hmm. sauces, all those things. How much butter. So if we kind of learn to work together on that though. Mm Mm-hmm. Not necessarily on the same dish, because when you get you get involved in someone else's dish, it gets gets disastrous, right? Sometimes, but but we do work well together. Like you'll say, okay, I'll cook this and this, and you cook that and that, and then we we work together in the kitchen, and we tend not to run into each other too much, right? Unless so, it's lovingly run-ins, right? Which we enjoy, and that's fun. So we're asking you to think about your own home, your own kitchen, your own laundry, your only the monotony of the things that's got to get done. And maybe you're somebody that loves cleaning, because I have a sister that loves cleaning. That's like a hobby for her. That's not me, mm. and it's not Ken. So maybe for you, that's not the area you have to find fun. Maybe it's in the outdoor work, or maybe it's in keeping the garage ready for a car to be parked in there instead of storage. It's how can you create um, enjoyment, and how can you specifically do it in your home? Do you involve the kids? I know when our kids were little, one of the things that brought a lot of joy, especially to our son, is if he had a buddy to do it with. Mm. If he was weedy, he needed a buddy to do it with. Sometimes it was about earning income for doing certain things that, that made it fun. So how can you create experiences? I think that's really what we're talking about here. How can you, how can, how can I create experience that makes the things that's got to get handled? Um, fun? like not such a drudgery, lighthearted and enjoyable in some, 
because it does. Who doesn't love? Well, maybe you don't, but most of us love to walk into a clean space, tidy space. So I think one of the things we've done is we can attach a reward to the end of completing a chore. And that might be doing five minutes on a puzzle or 10 minutes Mm -hmm. on a puzzle or maybe 10 hours on a puzzle. Just kidding. Um, No, I'm not. Or it could be, you know, pulling out a game, Carcassonne or or whatever, right? Like planning for the fun. Got to plan for the fun and build in margin. Like there was a quote that one of my coaches years ago taught me and that spontaneity is a conditioned reflex. And I rolled that over in my head for over 20 years. And I didn't really get it, but I think at least for me, what it means is that when I build it enough margin Mm -hmm. and I plan the things that need to be planned and there's still some margin left over, then there's time for fun. Then the spontaneity Uh, can just show up. Then the silliness can happen. It's not like we got to get out of the house now. We got to get out. We got to do this. We got to vacuum. That's not as much fun if there isn't time. No, I remember those days. I I know. So (laughs) our kids, I've damaged them. They're doing much Mm. better now. So let's just think about what are ways that you can do it. And if you're thinking, you know what, you've given a few good ideas, but I want more. I might encourage you to check out our 31 Life Step Journey, which is 31 daily videos. It's a program that we created, which lives on the internet. You subscribe through doubledecker.life, and then it gives you even more ideas, and there's a community to journey with, because part of having fun is not going it alone. Mm. Like I find even when we have friends over and we cook together, that can be enjoyable. Sometimes I love to have it all organized in advance of them coming. And then other times it's like, I don't have anything ready and we're just going to figure out how to have fun doing this thing together. Yeah. Yeah. I think building in fun will make a house mm. a home. And as Yetta says, the seemingly insignificant is the significant. Yep. So thanks for the privilege of growing alongside with us because we're passionate about positioning all of us for generational legacy. Hey, Yetta, I got rid of all the ants today. Do you know why? Oh, another dad joke, right? Which means I never know why. Because they were breaking entering. Oh my, okay. This is awesome. I love that Ken can do these jokes and I love that you can join us for over 30 years. We've been able to come alongside you not only over 3,117 times helping families navigate the real estate journey, but coming alongside you where we get to build our fun, we get to build our faith, we get to build our finances, and we even to get to strengthen, heal, and flourish inside relationships. So really 30 years of building life, home, and wealth. Yes. I know, right? It's so cool. And this month, we're focusing on fun. Like, why do we want to have more fun? Well, especially within our families. Right, because it strengthens bonds. And it actually, so what we're going to talk about is like how it strengthens bonds Mm -hmm. and how it has so many benefits. Like, who knew fun? It's not Fun is underrated rather than overrated. You're absolutely right. We should have, you know what, when we do our yearly checkup and we say, what do we want to add? What are we going to take away? Many times we want to add more fun. We do. And you know why? 
I think it's because planning for fun is part of the struggle. If you don't plan for it, there isn't room for it. Right. And so we've talked about building margin, mm-hmm. right? Like having space for the fun to show up. But then if you're not deliberate, it doesn't always show up. And I used to believe maybe you're like me in this. I used to believe, yep, guilty as charged, that if I had to plan for it or set the stage for it or kind of like make it happen, then it wasn't worth it. Do you remember uh, that? Yeah. Yeah. And, like and you it, wanted it to be spontaneous. Right. With no effort involved. And yet our lives are so full as a whole mm-hmm. that it was delusional to think that yeah. if we had to plan for it, that that was a bad thing. Like, and now we've set up our house to really create the infrastructure mm-hmm. for fun to, I will not even say spontaneously, but there's the opportunity. For yeah. it to happen because it's like if you want to have easy, a water balloon fight, you, you better need to have, have little water balloons, balloons around, right? Right. I love having water balloon <laughs> fights. I didn't get near that is a complaint for this year. Oh, didn't get a suggestion near, for next year? Yeah, suggestion for next year. Thank you. Because I don't think I want to have them in well, actually I might have one in the snow this year. Maybe that would be fun. We could take some down to Mexico. We could maybe do that. And so <laughs> we're really just talking about how do you elevate the experience inside your four walls, or maybe it's inside your four walls and in your yard. Mm -hmm. Like we don't have to go on a extravagant vacation. We don't have to go to an amusement park, although those can be fun too. How do we create fun inside the space? Because here are the benefits. Like let's talk about the benefits. Well, first of all, like I love what you just said about, you know, going to a water park or whatever. Those are things we think about during vacation right but how do we fit fun in into our daily lives and why do we in this study about children right yeah because maybe you have children maybe you have um, nieces or nephews if you don't have children or maybe you got grandchildren the fun part bonds to the children and has significant impact and there was a study done in 2018 i believe it was around what effects it does. Right. So there are many, 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 many. I was shocked at the long list. One is it actually, this is a serious thing now. I'm going to bring Mm -hmm. one of the serious ones from near the bottom of the list, but to me, it's huge. Less substance abuse. Mm -hmm. Less likely the kids are going to go down a path that doesn't serve them. Yeah. If they have a lighthearted attitude within their home. Yeah. And I think part of of that is because less anxiety and depression. Right. Because of the happy hormones that it creates when you have fun. And more confidence in their ability to do things. They say that has higher academic standards. Mm, Mostly because the parents are connected closer and they can see when the child's struggling. Right. More aware. Mm Mm-hmm. And it actually creates bonds and memories, which we know this as adults, like this stuff they're saying about kids, but I can tell you it's equally as true, regardless of whether you're a little kid or a big kid, Mm -hmm. grown up or not yet grown up. So stronger caring feelings between Mm -hmm. each other. And so, so what kind of things do we do in our house to make sure fun happens? Right. Well, 
we actually decided that every season, well, every summer and spring season, we bring at least one new game mm-hmm. that is for outdoor use. So, so far we have a pretty awesome list and it keeps growing. We have the washer toss. We've got that ball thing that wraps around. I don't even know what they're called. It's a ball rope toss or something. Ball rope yeah. toss. Then there's the, the axes. There's archery. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Axes? That's not dangerous? Okay, plastic axes. And you know, the cool thing is... is like we, an axe throwing game with yeah. a target. Yeah. So much fun. It is so much fun. And little kids play it. Big kids play it. And the great news is you actually get intergenerational mm. play right across generations and the competition is fun and fierce sometimes <laughs> it really is crazy and then archery for those days where you don't have a lot of little but i did go get a safer kid set with rubber for archery too mm-hmm. so that even the little ones aren't left out and can play that and then of course there's you know your uh, hide and go seek and your typical games that don't take any extra equipment. Oh, kids love that when parents play hide and seek with them, don't they? Yeah. Like it's such a simple, easy thing to do. And almost all these things, which is what why we're bringing them to our attention, is they're so easy to do and they're super easy not to do. Mm-hmm. Like they're equally as easy because they are frivolous you would think they're not even worthwhile except the other one of the other things on the list was creativity is increased when we have fun our creativity and our ability to do better in even our jobs i would maintain is increased when we bring some levity and joy Mm -hmm. and fun and laughter and play so the, the the issue is stuff stuff important stuff like cleaning the house washing the car, fixing things that are broken, whatever. The list, like the list of to-dos in today's age can be monstrous, right? Yeah, it's daunting. And if we just work on the to-do list, we don't have any too fun. Unless you have too fun on the list, right? Mm -hmm. Put some things on your list. There's a country song around that where he's making an important list and it was like to go fishing with his grandson and to – to smile and to laugh and tell a joke and whatever, all the important Even dad things. jokes? Even dad jokes. By the way, Yara, do you know how you can tell mm. when it's a dad joke? Yes. I know this one. I've heard it so often. Okay. It's a parent. Yes, exactly. Perfect. So even telling jokes can be fun, especially little kids. Little kids make up these great jokes that are just... Silly, 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 right? Yeah. So the question really is, what at your house are you going to do to elevate the fun? And the reason you do it, not just for the fun, but for the connection and the um, enhanced relationship that you get. That's really the bottom line. It's the bond. I like you better when we have fun. Yeah, absolutely. So sometimes having fun with a friend is all the therapy we need. So we're honored to be your advocates on this journey of building wealth, wisdom, and worth. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward with the Decker team.